Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome or welcome back to the JKWD podcast. I forget what date this is going out, but it's probably December by now. <laughs> Just trying to think what we got in the pop. Yeah, I think it's I think it's December because uh, we, we did the Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, we got we got Thanksgiving episode that we we launched a couple of weeks ago. By the time you hear this, yeah, so it's December. Uh, Happy December! Wow, Kelvin, how you doing? I'm doing fine. <laughs> are you trying to convince me or you? <laughs> Maybe me. All right. Now yeah, we're here. I'm, I'm. You know, it's nice. It's it's uh, it's wonderful. Uh, uh, upstate Syracuse, gray today. A little rain, um, but the air's clean, and I'm alive and well. So life is awesome. Great. Well, you know, that upstate New York gray is one of the reasons that we decided we had to move. Um, not only because you got days when, you know, you got that, you had a lot of days when you have that rain uh, and cloud cover. Mm-hmm. But in another, you know, couple of months come like early February, maybe. Mm-hmm. You got the sky and the dirty snow. And the mm-hmm. salted roads, they're all the same color. So there's like <laughs> no differentiation unless you have like a bright blue car. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's gray. It could probably blend in uh, depending on yeah. how dirty the snow is. Yeah. I may have to go for bright red one day just for grins and giggles. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole other conversation. But yeah. So, uh, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, um, I'm coming down off that, off that runner's high. I went out for 12 miles this morning. I had no particular plan for it. You know, other than getting to bed early enough to get up early enough to make sure I had a couple hours to go for a long run. You know, I, didn't spend three, four days going, I got to eat right and stretch right to be able to run 12 miles on Friday. I just decided the 12 miles felt right today. So uh, as we're recording this, I'm 13 days out from that half marathon, and I feel good about this run because it means that when I'm actually preparing for the next races, that I am I'm good to go because I can – if I can if I can do it when I'm barely prepared, then I can definitely do it when I'm prepared. <laughs> Bless you, my son. <laughs> I I I, uh, I applaud you in every step you run. And but you know, I, I uh, hope, hope to drive I, to the I finish line it. one day and see you come across it. <laughs> well, I I saved a you know, I saw this three hour and forty nine minute podcast. Mm. My last week, mm-hmm. and it was uh, Joe Rogan talking to Snoop Dogg. Oh my! Now I have no, you know, Snoop's not really my thing. Um, the, you know, the hip hop I'm into is you know, largely like the Diggable Planets, De La Soul, 
you know, kind of jazzy stuff, mm-hmm. kind of jazzy funk stuff. Um, but yeah, it's amazing that he's been he's been relevant in our pop culture now for thirty years. Uh, he is fifty years old or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he did a he did a show with Martha Stewart. Yeah, that that's how. Wow. Yeah. And the show starts off just, you know, we'll, we'll stick a, I don't even know how to, uh, we'll, we'll figure out how to do the Spotify embed or something in the, in the show notes, uh, or at least a link. If we can find a direct to Spotify link, I don't know how that works, but <laughs> we'll figure it out. And even if you just listen to like the first two minutes of the show, because right out of the gate, they're talking about being nobody but yourself. And mostly they talk about Snoop and being nobody but yourself, but you know, Rogan is kind of in that camp too. You know, mm-hmm. He made himself famous just having conversations on the podcast and, uh, and doing fight commentary in the first couple of fights that he commentated on, he, he did them for free. He just, you know, mm. got a plane ticket wherever they were fighting. So, Oh, cool. It's not, not to say he didn't, not to say he didn't work for, for other stuff. You know, mm-hmm. he, was, he was on fear factor and, and, um, yeah, he was on a sitcom in the nineties called news radio that me and my mom used to watch. Oh, wow. Um, I don't even remember. I think you introduced him to me. So, I mean, or vice versa. (laughs) (laughs) I've never met him, but you you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah, I know what you're saying. I've never met him either, but the the two of them, you know, having a conversation and the fact that they're in their, in their fifties, both of them. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. And they've both been part of our pop culture since the nineties is just not something that, uh, I don't think anybody foresaw back then. <laughs> least <laughs> of all, right. least yeah. of all, probably. Anyway, uh, like I guess that's not irrelevant to today's topic. Um, you know, the, the whole just kind of being yourself and doing what you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, we're brought to you today by Vitamin K Daily. Get your daily dose of positive from the Prince of Positive himself. <laughs> Kevin P. Ringgold Sr. Go to vitaminkdaily.com today and get yourself four weeks free. After that, just $34.95 a year. No, it's still $24.95 at the moment. I, I tried. <laughs> I tried. Soon. Soon. Oregon. It's not for you. It's not for you. It's not for you. Just cancel any time, but. I think it's going to be for you. Yeah. Again, four weeks free. Go to vitaminkdaily.com, vitaminkdaily.com. Okay, let's do the show. <laughs> Welcome to the Josh and Kelvin World Domination Podcast. 
podcast where we talk about better humanhood and teach you how to dominate your world. You ready? Here we go. I wanted to talk about an artist uh, named John Baldessari. And if you go to the show notes over at jkwdpodcast.com, you'll see a YouTube video that up at the top there that, that we just watched right before uh, we started recording. Uh, now, Baldessari died in early 2020, uh, not of COVID. He's just old guy uh, who didn't make it. He, he died, like I think, January 2nd, 2020. So if he got COVID, he got it in China. Since that's about the only place we knew of it existing by then. Mm. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I think we we just assume now, right? 2020, 2021, if you died, oh, did you die of COVID? There was a lot of other causes that year, too. Yeah, yeah. Trains, cars, airplanes. Yeah. Heart attacks, <laughs> drownings. All that stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. All still additive. Yeah, is that that all that other stuff was also happening? Anyway, Baldessari, yeah, I think falls under the category of modern art, contemporary. Yeah, he, he's one of those guys who who did weird stuff like put price tags on people's faces, and and get famous for that. I'm still laughing at that because I'm like, what really? <laughs> how, how did that become a thing? You know. But, you know, he used a lot of those places they were talking about exhibitions or, you know, like LACMA and Met or, you know, or museums of modern art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he he did a thing in 1970. He took all the artwork that he created between 1953 and 1966, and he cremated it. He wrote, he, he took video of himself writing uh, I will, I will not make any more boring art. I will not make any more boring art. You know, like like Bart Simpson, but you know, fifty years ago instead, and and he cremated his boring art, or the art that he thought was boring. And yeah, you know, he didn't burn it. Like like he didn't stick it on a bonfire. He went to a crematorium, stuck the artwork in a drawer cremated it and put it in an urn in the shape of a book which he kept on his shelf. So he, he did a ritual to it that we do to, you know, to, to our dead. You know, we, some people are cremated ritually. The ashes are kept in a container, an urn, and sometimes stored on people's shelves. Sometimes they get interred. Sometimes they don't. But he made it a point to declare the stuff dead. He pronounced it dead. Cremated it. Kept it where he could say, okay, all the boring stuff is right there. Burnt to ash. This thing I'm making has to be better than that, or nobody sees it. What do you think of this ritual? 
<clears throat> I've had a similar ritual, but it wasn't about my art. Although <clears throat> I should probably think about some of that. Well, it, um, you know, but, but tell us about that ritual because this doesn't just have to be about art. No, no. This particular ritual was, and I don't know where I I heard about it, but there was always the purge by fire thing. So I had a, um, actually, I had a, I'm a guy who can fall in love at the drop of a hat. I mean, and I'm not talking about lust. I'm talking about deep abiding. Oh my God, I never want to be without you. <laughs> Well, maybe not anymore. But anyway, there was a time in my life when I had a lot of a lot of uh, you know, a lot of people stuck in in my heart, you might say, and I needed to get rid of them. So I did a similar ritual. I didn't use an urn. I I wrote notes from my heart to all those people, and then told them in that art that I was releasing them and. I burned those uh, somewhat ritually, but not as not nearly <laughs> as extensive as as he did, just to burn them. And there's this concept of of um, fire being the ultimate cleansing force. So in that process, I burned those memories and those connections and. It was very, very painful. I couldn't, can't even imagine why it was that painful. I just, but it was. So, but after having done that, then I was free of those. I was free of those people. So whatever happened between the, the fire in my mind, I, I wasn't stuck, slack, connected to them anymore. And just in case you missed that, when Kelvin said he was free of those people, it does not mean he went and got those people and burned them. <laughs> in, case you zoned out, letters. in case you zoned out the first time, he wrote letters to them. <laughs> I wrote letters to them and I burned himself the, the them, letters. And then he burned the letters. Not so the, the psychic connection between them and I was hereby purged or thereby purged yes <clears throat> and have they i know it's been it's been a good long while since you did this ritual mm. four or five years at least yeah somewhere in there um are any have any of them kind of crept back in and given you any kind of torment not like not like before no you know I, I can i can look back on the memory and go oh, i remember that but uh no they're done they're done good but um but i haven't used that process for any of the other things in my life that uh, had troubled me and watching this video from baldassari brought a number of things to mind that Knowing the symbolism of that act would make sense when we start looking at past failures of any kind. Like, I've got a bunch of stuff here I started writing a long time ago that never went anywhere. You know, there may not ever look again. You know, and, and it, it would make sense 
if that was no longer here, I wouldn't be looking at it anymore. I wouldn't be thinking stuff like, well, let me go back and finish that thing I started writing five years ago. Um, oh, look at that. Oh, man, I was doing this and I could I could finish that. I could cleanse all that away, start fresh, really, without having the stuff around me that I now perhaps consider to be a failure staring at me all the time, reminding me of things I hadn't completed, for instance. You know, I heard Chuck Palahniuk say once, you know, he's, he's the guy who wrote Fight Club mm-hmm. and a bunch of other great novels. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of his his novel work and some of his essays. Uh, he does a lot of graphic novel work too, and that's just not my not my thing. Got it. But he uh, collects his notebooks. He starts most of his essays and book ideas long longhand. Mm-hmm. He collects those notebooks, and after the the essays or books are published, he. He doesn't end of the year ritual where he burns the burns those notebooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we did a we did a show on Austin, Austin Cleon's Steal Like an Artist not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his early books was called uh, Show Your Work. The idea being that you, you if you're creating something, show the progress. Mm-hmm. I think specifically at that time, it was mostly Twitter with a little bit of Instagram that he was sharing on. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure Instagram had really become a a thing yet. That that was actually kind of founded as as something else and and became what it is. Mm -hmm. But there's something to be said also for not showing your work, for just putting out the good thing and saying goodbye to the pieces along the way that, that became better so that you're all the only thing that's left is the good product. You don't need the, mm-hmm. you know, we intentionally improved this for later. Why would we, why would we keep the old bad stuff around? <laughs> yeah. Especially if the good stuff is off in the world, you don't need the bad stuff necessarily reminding you that the yeah that hey that good thing out there used to be me (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) there's a there's a great idea in that so yeah i mean when we started this conversation you know we and we started this conversation several times i i hadn't looked at it that way and until I put that connection today. You put that connection together with those old relationships versus, you know, cause you know, we have a relationship with everything that we do or have done. Um, I have a book that talks about clutter. Um, and I think the title of the book is what your clutter is trying to tell you, which if I went through and finished that book, it might be, telling me that I need to burn some of that stuff I had that's stopping me 
from going moving forward because sometimes we're attracted to the negative energy we have left behind. Yeah, and or even if you, even if you don't burn it, just getting rid of it. But it's too e- it's too easy to reach back down in the box and go like, oh yeah, I need to finish this. And then when you start doing that, that becomes a failure. That's no longer creativity. If I get rid of it, I am now creating a new. Yeah, and this doesn't. Tell- go ahead. Yeah. Um- no, that was that was mostly it. I mean, I'm now creating a new. It's it's not. I'm not even building on something old that that I may have thought was a quote-unquote failure at the time i'm actually starting back with new new ideas new energy yeah new focus and this doesn't have to be about creativity Uh, if you're if you're working on a creates on a creative endeavor great make it about that but if you're trying to revive a mostly dead relationship you know you had you had that going on. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to find a way to quit an organization or a job that you just don't want and just don't need in your life, if you've got, I don't know, anything, mm-hmm. if you're renting an apartment that is is just dragging you down <laughs> it, the solution is not always comfortable like it's it's so easy to it's so easy to stay in a bad situation that you're familiar with mm-hmm. than to create a new situation that will make you happier but is uh, an unknown path I, I think the uh, the Typical phrase for that is better the beast you know than the beast you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Even if that beast you, you know is chewing your leg off right now. <laughs> there you go. Damn, Rottweiler. Anyway, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah. So it's a good point on there. Now, see, now I have to like look at everything that's here that I really need to get rid of. That's really not serving me. And that's the whole point of it is it's not serving me. And some of it is actually probably holding me back. Yeah, that's the that's the real thing, right? There's a difference between is something that's not serving you that's doing so benignly. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you, you were telling me about an old radio that you have sitting downstairs. I got some yeah. old camera. You know, I've got my grandfather's old camera equipment upstairs. Oh, I got an uncle's old camera. I got a, yeah. I got an uncle's old stereo because it used to be in electronics. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. That's all, all that stuff, yeah. that's all stuff that is not serving you benignly. Right. It's sitting around. It's not hurting. It's just there. Mm-hmm. But then you've got stuff that's within your view and it's reminding you of something that didn't go the way you wanted it to. And that's the stuff that you get to. That's the stuff that needs to go. That needs to be buried or cremated or otherwise burnt or, or sold to somebody you don't depending like. Depending on what it is. 
Hey, to, depending on what it is, if if it doesn't have you know, toxic oils or anything in it or plastics, <laughs> you know, you could just you know, you could fuel the fire for your next meal with it, right? You could just <laughs> stick that in your grill and oh, there it is. What'd you cook that hamburger with? Bad work, yeah. Oh, bad work, yeah. That's right. Yeah, good point. Good point, Mister Sheer. Two birds with one stone. This uh, yeah. this uh, this sandwich tastes like failure. Well, that, <laughs> that's what I cooked it on. <laughs> well, I'll just get rid of that, you know. <laughs> Let's get rid of that. So that's a good idea. I'm, I'm I'm glad we had this talk. Me too. So you He's got any good. of those? Uh, you got any of those things? That, uh, or have you already gotten rid of all your past? Well, I probably haven't gotten rid of all of them, but I've been doing pretty good about getting rid of them when I notice them. Well, you just wait until these guys have that next. Uh, that next electronics roundup, because I got to tell you, that radio in the basement, of course, unless I want to put it on, I thought about, you know, some of that stuff I could put on eBay and at least get some money for it, right? For, for somebody else who's got nostalgia, but that's work. <laughs> I mean, you can't just put it on eBay. You got to like photo it, and create it, and write about it, and all that other stuff. And then when and somebody, then somebody buys it, you got to ship it. And, yeah, yeah you got to make sure it gets there safely. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. And, you know, so, yeah, I'm pretty sure that uncle's not coming back. Uh, no, he's probably not going to be mad about it. My father's it. not coming back to see that I got rid of it. Uh, so I think that since I haven't plugged it in in, oh, I don't know, 20 years. Because <laughs> it moved it in his house with me and I bought this house in 1996. Uh, that's 25 years and... Still there. Yep. Boy, am I gonna have a They're probably still sitting in the same spot, right? At least I may have to call the fire department just in case. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, if we if we big big get a big enough fire, we might even be able to warm up the neighborhood. They may like me for well. There you go. This is a good time of year to uh to start burning stuff. There you go. Up where you are. Okay, right. so I'm not going to burn stuff outside. I know it's against the ordinance. <laughs> I'm not in the country. Yeah, we'll work it out. But anyway, good conversation. All right. Thank you very uh, much. Glad we got there. JKWDpodcast.com for all your show notes and other stuffs. VitaminKDaily.com. Get yourself four weeks free, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> Show notes and more at jkwdpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends. And we will see you next week. Bye. A Better Humanhood Production.